John back here again, sir. Absolute pleasure. Um, yeah, I think it's yeah, been thanks. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, thanks for coming back. I appreciate it. I think it's been a little bit over a year now since you last came on. I I think so. It was like September of twenty twenty one. Oh, okay. It's a little bit yeah. over a year ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's nice to have you back, uh, John. I feel right at home. You're a fan favorite. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, you have a cat. You have a cat now. I see. I the cat's been here and it was he was just sleeping now he now he's up and about so that's going to be an issue but I'll deal with that when that when that uh it comes along but yeah uh, other than that I'm doing pretty good I'm, I'm waiting on him to to um to brush up against the chair because when he does he, he picks up in the mic so that's that's always nice I, I try to keep him out outside of the room but these are animals John you know how it goes yeah there's only so much you can do there's only so much professionalism I can bring to this table and this just it, it supersedes it. So I don't know what to do at this point. There's only so much professionalism I can bring to the table too. So. Right. So I mean, we're, we're both doing our darndest. Yeah. I live in a tiny little room in Brooklyn now and the train goes right past my bedroom window and it's incredibly loud. So we'll probably hear that a couple of times. That's good. Um, and just you know sirens and people honking and screaming at each other it's it's a lovely sure. world out there yeah. classic classic new york moment classic yeah the last time we spoke uh, you weren't in new york where you were at your your parents house right i w- yeah i was like in i was about to leave on tour for a while and i was subletting a bunch and that sublet ended and i was leaving on tour so i was in new jersey at my parents house um, but I don't live with my parents. Okay. That's Just... on the record. <laughs> that's, that's put on now. Yeah. Um, but I'm in, um, I'm in Bushwick in Brooklyn right now. Um, and since then, I mean, I've been in two or three other sublets in Brooklyn. I've kind of been bouncing around and I, I kind of landed in this spot, um, recently, in, I think in December. And I think I'm here until the spring or summer, and then I'm gonna move to Red Hook and like actually cozy down. In Red Red Hooks, New Jersey? Uh, I mean, it's like basically New Jersey, but it's it's New York City. But you okay. can see the uh, you can see the Statue of Liberty. It's pretty. It's a nice little quiet neighborhood. Which did you know that the Statue of Liberty is actually in New Jersey? I did not know that. Is that is that by like technicality? I guess. It's it's in New Jersey. It's wow. like if you look at a map, it's clearly on the New Jersey side. It's just facing New York, and New York is just trying to like take whatever they can. Right, classic New York. It's it's not fair. It's like it's it's part of New York City. It's part of their image, and they're just like stealing it from Jersey. Also, Staten Island. Dude, that's New Jersey. People have a real problem with it. I, I've, I've heard that before as well. I went to New York back in October, and I was talking to some guy at a bar. Um, I think it was called Easy Lover Bar over there in Brooklyn. And this right. guy was saying, like, yeah, Staten Island's basically New Jersey. I was like, it is. You know, th- it's common consensus. But, but, not, but th- New, New York, like, they take that, too. 
also like there are several new york sports teams that their stadiums are in new jersey like the jets mm-hmm. they're in they're in new jersey but they're the new york jets like come on give new jersey something we need something People, whatever yeah I don't, I don't know how the negative connotation uh became just the forefront for new jersey but everybody just seems to not like it for some reason i don't know why um it seems know. fine i've never been there though i'll be honest so i'm I'm kind of speaking from just an outsider perspective on this but i, yeah. I don't really see a problem with it no 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 if you if you visit just let me know i'll show you all the good spots okay all right cool yeah, yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna make my way over there to the, the east coast <laughs> to visit new jersey but uh, yeah, sure. it's a, it's a, it's an interesting. New York is a very interesting place, um, and I and I bet New, uh, New Jersey is as well. Yeah, for different reasons. I'm watching The Sopranos right now, so I'm okay. I'm really feeling my my Jersey pride. Yeah, yeah, relating to all these awful men. <laughs> it's such a crazy show, but. Uh, my girlfriend and I are watching. I've seen the first season like two or three times, uh, but I've never seen the whole thing. So I feel like I owe it to myself to actually watch it. So, so you you went you just kept on bouncing between the two seasons for for a bit, and then you said, "All right, let's finally get into well, it." Yeah, I think I started watching it years ago when I was like sick with the flu, and this is like pre me having any streaming services so i just rented the first season from the library like dvd style and watched it i think that's how i watched it last time um but i'm excited to get into it that's good i i feel like i've seen a lot of incomplete sopranos box sets just out and about (laughs) i feel like that's a very common thing to see like season one and two or season like three and four never all together because like what there's like seven seasons i think i think there's six so there could be seven. I, I don't know. Yeah, in that ballpark. Yeah. You'll find out eventually because it'll just be over, and you're like, okay, yeah, number seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm doing right now with my life. <laughs> no, that's good. I think that's a productive use of time. I, uh, I think so too. I finally got started going watching the um the wire. Been watching the wire. Never, never seen it. Here it's it, great. I've I've heard the same thing. Very slow at the beginning. I will say that. That's a disclaimer on my end that it is very slow. I'm a slow guy, so it's fine. It's I, I guess it's a build, but well, I mean, I'll report back to you when I when I finish it. I'll I'll tell you if it's worth the watch or not. I don't like movies or TV shows that are too fast. Like I I just saw everything everywhere all at once, and it was great, but it was just like obviously like it was like boom 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 so much happening so quickly like a guy like me i need need some time to like absorb what just happened you know what i mean like i I like a good i i I like a good mid-tempo because i I don't like them when they're too slow either i saw after sun and i thought that was a little too slow after sun after sun oh after sun okay is it is it it was it was yeah yeah it's in theaters right now it's really good it's a beautiful film but um it was kind of slow but i i also appreciated the fact that it was slow um in in some ways but it was great i suggest seeing it it's very sad but i I can't feel great i suggest seeing it it's very sad (laughs) 
yeah, yeah. I can't feel anything, so there was, you know, I can get through it. Yeah. You can look at other people like, oh, they're sad. Okay, I gotta. Yeah, I was picking up cues from everyone else. Yeah. So you... then I started fake crying just to like fit in with everyone. Yeah. Sure, because you you are well versed in the uh, the body language of other people. That's what you. Do. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Very good. Has there been uh, a movie or a TV show that everybody told you, oh, you got to watch it, you got to watch it, you got to watch it, and it didn't live up to the hype? You're just like, eh, this was just, it was a movie or a TV show. There wasn't anything really special about it. Uh, I mean, I feel like there's so many, like so many friends are, everyone's constantly suggesting things to watch because there's so much and in my opinion like how can they all actually be good sure. you know I, I I think my my drummer Noah suggested for me to watch this series called like the baby or something about this baby that kills people or something and I watched like an episode or two and was like I can't I don't know I can't deal with this also um my girlfriend's trying to make me watch the bachelor and I watched like, I got through like three episodes and um, I don't know if I can do it. Anymore. Very popular but it, every, show. The, the thing is uh, when I'm watching it, I'm like, I can't deal with this. This is so stupid. I'm not watching anymore. And then when they show the previews for the next week, I'm like, well, I gotta see what that's about. <laughs> They're all like crying and freaking out. And I'm like, I have to see what, happens next week now and then i watch them next week it's because i'm luring you in deeper and deeper yeah, yeah. i mean at, at least but, you get that little whatever 20 second snippet of oh what is going to happen next week and that that keeps you enticed you're not just you know borely going through it the whole time that there's that, that little relief at the end of like okay i gotta see what was for said sure. Yeah. for sure it's quite important I forget that people are going to listen to this podcast. I'm sorry to everyone listening. <laughs> no, this, this is what the people came here for. Movie okay, recommendations, cool. TV, what John is watching currently. This is all. That was a fan-submitted okay. question. It, they said, hey, ask John what he's, what he's watching right now. So, that's, Was it really? No, no. you're lying. <laughs> no, it's something that I was um, I just, just watched the Titanic for the first time ever. have never seen it. Long one pretty good movie pretty good turns out it's pretty good i feel um, like i feel like i knew the end of it before i watched it and it kind of turned me off a bit yeah you're, you're always kind of rooting for like a different outcome but it, it seems like it sinks every time every but, time uh, i watch it director's cut doesn't change yeah it's intense it's so crazy that shit actually happened it's so sad um but uh, yeah, I saw that for the first time. What else have I watched recently? Um, American Movie. Have you ever seen that? It's like no. a doc documentary about um, this independent filmmaker in like the, it's got to be early 90s, like late 80s, early 90s. And they're just following him around as he's trying to uh, like finish this production he's been working on for so long. And he's like, he's just such a mess. It's like, an episode of trailer park boys kind of he's like such a mess and he's such a character um and he's 
like extremely under budget to like finish this this film but it's it's a really beautiful film about someone like following their dreams i suggest watching it did that entice you to watch the actual film were you were you kind of interested in seeing his final production or the the final uh, um i don't know if that's project i don't know if that's like as available to watch online my my friend noah used to work at a video rental store in boston and he said they did have the the film that he was working on there but i honestly don't even know if i would want to see it (laughs) now did your friend noah know this um uh before even knowing that there was a documentary about the the process of making this movie nah nah, i think he just he discovered it through the documentary i'm pretty sure but yeah, it's a good one. I suggest watching American movie. American movie, okay. Yeah. It, it's um, it, it's going on a recommendation list. I'm putting it on there. Yeah. Very nice. So, I mean, you've been you've been moving around a bit, and this you you said like, this is the third place that you moved into since we last spoke. Yes. Yeah. I I've been in New York for about a year and a half. And I've already lived in, I think, five different apartments. Some of them were, they're like short sublets and I was like bouncing around. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. I finished a record while living here. Um, and I'm just trying to make make music, work on, work on art. And uh, I don't, I still don't have a job like a proper job here. I've been getting by on doing animation work for people right now, um, which has been working for the past month and a half. And I'm seeing how long I can run with it because it's pretty expensive to live here. <laughs> but you're making millions, so it doesn't matter. It all evens out. Uh, yeah. You're not stressed out about it. Millions. Millions. Yeah, just working on that kind of shit, getting ready to play some shows this spring and uh and hopefully this summer um i booked like a couple shows on the east coast a couple shows on the west coast um but my band is so busy with other projects that uh i wasn't able to just like book a whole long tour um but we'll see maybe maybe this this summer i'll i'll be able to book something a bit longer We'll see you in the summertime. We'll get, we're going to check back in. We're just going to get like a little snippet of you saying yes or no that you're going on tour, <laughs> and we'll put that up. Yeah. Tour announcement. For sure. Now, John, I got to just make an assumption here that that's a Baker board behind you. Is this true? Um, It's not quite a Baker board, but it's Jim Greco from formerly of Baker. He has like uh more boutique skate company called hammers and he does limited um like screen prints of boards uh and it's it's yeah it's from jim greco's company yeah right so not quite not quite not not quite a baker board but because you turn your back on baker you're done with baker no i love all skate companies they're all great no but you but you, you're a big fan of big but now now i'm not anymore you're just with jim greco so you're wearing super no no doing this kind no. Of <laughs> no i actually got to go to baker last spring 
um, there's a dude that works there that um, likes my band and he hit me up and invited me to the warehouse and I got to go. And it was really cool. You had that cool hat on last time that we were chatting and I, I believe it was a Baker hat. Yeah. 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 But now that's a gym. Yeah. I, ha- I, I, re- I really, ha- <laughs> I haven't been skateboarding much at all. Like I kind of have completely stopped, but it's also, it's been winter time. So we'll see. Sure. And then that's New Jersey Devils, correct? The Jersey. Yep. Yeah. Right. I was never even really a New Jersey Devils fan growing up because they've just been so bad for so long. Um, but my dad was because they were great in the 90s. So I have all these hand-me-down Jersey Devils jerseys and sweatshirts and just gear um, that I still wear because it's, you know, my dad's from the 80s as sentimental value. Um, but they've just always been a terrible hockey team. But this year, they're one of the best. I don't know what happened last year. They were at the bottom of the league this year. They're, they're like, I think they're third right now. Like they're so good this year. I went, I went to a game a couple of weeks ago in Newark and it was incredible. It felt like a playoff game. And yeah. They really somehow have managed to turn it around. This is a sports podcast, right? This is, this is a sports podcast. Actually, we're going yeah. to do to, uh, these calls right now. <laughs> Jim, what's going on, brother? No, um, no, that's great. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear the um, that that, that you're so uh, passionate about this. Is that that's fantastic. <laughs> loyal, loyal to the New Jersey. Not really. I'm like the worst fan you can have. Basically, I don't care about them until they're really good, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I love the Devils. You're loyal, uh, but that's that's loyalty no, right there. That's that's not loyalty at all. I was a Bruins fan for many years. Um, but yeah, I guess now, now I'm a Bruins and a Devils fan. Just like Baker turning your back on it. I understand these <laughs> things happen. People change. Alliances change. It's true. Yeah, I know. I don't, what can I say? You know, you live and you learn. Sure. No, I, I gotta, I, I gotta ask you this, John. Mm-hmm. With hanging the board and the t-shirt up, did you did you drill a hole into the wall to hold these things up, or? Um, there's just a nail in the wall. I think that it'll support it, though. It seems like it will. Yeah, it it, it looks pretty sturdy, but yeah. Now, when when you leave that apartment, will they bill you for that? Will they go, oh, there's there's holes in your walls. We got to. Do you want to see? You want it? You want to see some shit right now? I, I sure certainly do. Yeah. Shit. Going on a tour. Look at these Ooh. holes. I did not do this. Are you sure? Positive. I think I that was the first time. No, With all those it's, trying to hang it up. No, I, it's crazy. I mean, I should technically just fix it, even though I'm not the one that drilled the holes in the wall. There were these shelves on the wall and they're so ugly and i took them down and now there's these gigantic holes in the wall so technically i exposed them but sure but you didn't create what, them <clears throat> i didn't create them um but i guess that's what a security deposit is for huh sure now yeah. so w- when you walked in there for the first time the shelves were in there 
when you moved in? Shelves were in there and I wish I could show you a picture of how they were installed. My roommates did not install it. Um, I don't want to like dox anyone or blow anyone's cover. It was someone who who lived here in the past. We'll put the information down below. I have to remember that, you know, people listen to this podcast. It's not private, so. Yeah, whoever was the previous tenant listens. I I can't dox them, yeah. But yeah, you know, I should just fill them in, but I, I don't think I'm going to be staying here too, too long. So. so out of the out of the three places that you lived so far, is this your least favorite, the middle, this or is, the favorite? Well, I lived in an amazing loft apartment, dog sitting for my, my friends in the band Widow's Peak. Um, and they have a piano and like... Oh, it's so beautiful. That was really nice. Um, I was only there for like a month and a half, I think. But uh, this is my favorite because uh, it's actually, you know, my room. My belongings are in here. When when I was subletting before, I was just staying in other people's rooms. And I was just, you know, surrounded by all of their belongings and wearing all of their clothes when they're not there and stuff like that, you know? Sure. Classic subletting culture. Yeah. 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 I just became them basically Mm -hmm. for, for a couple months. Yeah. But, but I like this room because it is, you know, it is my own and these are my belongings. Um, But it's pretty loud. Like I said, train is right there. But that's good though. It's easy access to the train, isn't that? Isn't that like what people look for with apartments? Like, oh, it's over, whatever, yeah. two blocks away from the whatever train. It's true. It's true. It's just pretty loud. <laughs> sleep with earplugs in, or else I'm not going to sleep at all. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. are are you are you this kind of person that needs some sort of thing going on in the background while sleeping, anyways, or would you prefer um, to just be dead quiet at night? Well, yeah, I like to sleep when there's like people screaming in the streets and sirens and stuff. So it works out perfect. Yeah. That's that's, that's really why you moved there is because like you yeah. needed the noise. There wasn't really anything yeah, going yeah. on where you lived before. Yeah. When I lived in the country, I would just load up on like a YouTube video of 12 hours of street fight. people screaming. Yeah. Yeah. People screaming in New York City. Yeah. Just to just to give the ambiance. Yeah, you know, but no, I, I'm just doing earplugs and a, like a white noise out of my phone, that kind of thing, you know, and a, like an eye mask. I sleep with one. <laughs> I'm not joking either. <laughs> eye mask, do you, do you have one of those uh, Ebenezer Scrooge, like the little caps? Yeah, you know? and a little can- a little candle that I put out every night, yeah. Sure, yeah, and then like a, like a, like a night shirt. One of those long night shirts. Yes, and I I usually fall asleep and put a feather on my face so when I snore it floats up and down. That's what I do. That's awesome, man! Wow, to live in New York, huh? It's it's a whole you know it's a whole routine, but you know we all have our routines. Yeah, everybody has their process to to wind down for the evening. Yeah, that is yours. I st- I still regret naming my band John Andrews and the Yams. It's only brought me problems because people are like oh you sounds boring you 
are you boring? Like, well, you should watch this podcast that I was on. Check, check it out. Yeah, that'll answer your question if I'm boring or not. You tell um, me. You you be the but, judge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I shouldn't have named my fucking band John Andrews and the Yellowstone. I was thinking. I used to say we're not we're not boring we're contagious but I can't say that anymore after COVID. Yeah, I kind of put a damper on your on your seal of approval yeah. there. Did I already make all these jokes in the last podcast? I, I, don't, I don't I don't think so. I don't I don't think so. I, don't, I, I, I have no idea what I said. I, I I love it, John. This is this is like <laughs> this is a repeat. We're we're going over classics, you know. If if you all did right. say them, I don't remember you saying them, but that's that's great. I, I, I like that we're saying them again. I hate doing podcasts because I say stupid things. And then also when I have a conversation with someone at a show, I'm like, oh, I hope they didn't watch that podcast and like know that I'm just repeating this joke to them that I clearly say all the time. Look, when Not, comedian... nothing again, nothing, nothing against you. I don't wish that no one watches your podcast. I'm just, I'm just saying I, I, it. I mean, the, the train's already left the station. There's no, <laughs> there's no retreating from this. It's just up and up and up from here, John. So I'm sorry. If you don't want 625,000 people <laughs> coming up to you about this, I mean, you, you know, the drill you're a, yeah. you're, you're, you're a veteran. You're a, yeah. You're a veteran of this yeah. podcast, John, a, a staple of it. I feel like when I have people back on and people are like, you know, a bit more loose which i love and, and we can get into nitty-gritty stuff like tv shows and whatnot and maybe talk about <laughs> music if we have the time we could talk about the real technical aspect of music that's what interests me now sure i i would get into math rock so that's kind of down my lane anyways nice. really intricate stuff did you, did you did you play math rock growing up or no. you're into it i mean no. uh, i would listen to hella every once in a while but that's like as far as i delved into that i'm not yeah, too I don't actually know on what that is, but I don't know anything about it to be honest. But there, I know that it gets into Prague, and then that 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 gets into like jam bands and stuff. But, Prague is cool. Kraut Rock is really rad. I like Can. Yeah. And Same. that other one that I can't remember the name of. The Grateful Dead. That's it. Classic, <laughs> classic Kraut Rock band. Did you ever I listen like to? I mean, different world, but you're listening to Ultimate Painting. No, really? No, oh, god! Ultimate Painting um, was my favorite band. They broke up maybe like five years ago or so. Listen to they have three records. You should listen to all three of them. Incredible. In chronological order. Yeah, the second one is my favorite. The second one is my favorite for sure. But they're all really good. Okay. Yeah, listen to Ultimate Painting. We should. They're not a band anymore. I think they had like, uh, yeah, they bro they broke up and just totally stopped performing. But um, one of my favorite bands of that I was like lucky enough to see many times. Oh, you you seen multiple times? Yeah, yeah. I feel like they they were from the UK and they uh, toured the states pretty often. I, I played a handful of shows with them. Wow. Um, yeah, you should listen to them. All right, I'll I'll give it a listen. Now, let me ask you this, John. What band have you seen the most times in person? 
the most times. Uh, Michael Hurley. Wow. Michael Hurley or and built the spill. I think those two. Um, I think I've seen Michael Hurley thirteen times. That's yeah. awesome. A lot of times, <laughs> but it's been many years at this point. He used to do an East Coast tour every spring. And I would just follow him around. I'd go to like every single date, basically. <laughs> um, and then I've seen him at, you know, like Woodsist Fest and um, where else? Pickathon. He would play Pickathon. Um, yeah, I've seen I've seen him thirteen times. I had a few run-ins with him. Like he eventually knew who I was at a certain point, just because I was like the kid that was at his show was like trying to talk to him but we hung out one night at Woods' best like um because he's from bucks county pennsylvania which is like right across the river where i'm from and um we like talked on like for like an hour and i was like this is sick i'm talking to like my musical hero and he like invited me to stay at his house he was like anytime you're through a story you can stay with me and uh, I emailed him. He, I think he just like totally forgot. You got it. You got to just show up. You got to you got to find out where he lives. Hey, yeah. I'm, I'm John. We we spoke. I'm John. Uh, ten year ten years ago, you said I could stay at your house. Yeah, he was ten years then, ago. I'm sure, 2012, um, 2013, rather. Yeah, but built the spill is. I don't think I've seen them thirteen times. How many times have I seen them? Probably like seven times or something. But they're one of my favorite bands growing up and still to this day, like, are the best. I just saw them a few months ago when Widow's Peak was on tour with Sylvie. The venue right next door built the spill was playing just by chance. And uh, the promoter was like, yeah, you can like pop in there if you want. And it was so good. He covered uh, Kate LeBon, Are You With Me Now? It was really good. Living where you are, do you know the train schedule now? Do you know like what time the train will be passing by? Um, well, my roommate just told me the hack. If you're trying to get the M or the J train, um, if it goes by the window, that's when you leave the apartment. Because by the time you walk to the station and go up the stairs, another one will be coming like exactly at that moment. Um, so that's that's a little hack that I learned just recently, actually. Those New York City hacks. Yeah, you learn them. Yeah. Tricks of the trade. For sure. Or tricks of the train, perhaps. Tricks of the train. There you go. That's a little. That's a little I sh- I sh- <laughs> uh, here's this record. This is my roommate's record. Bobby Love Song. It's a great record. Do you Bobby know Love it? Love Song. I don't. Yeah. Who, who, uh, who put that one out? Uh, Woodsis just put it out. Um, Woodsis put out the heat. It's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Did you did you bring that in there just so you could plug it on here? We're gonna we're yeah, gonna bleep yeah. it. We're gonna bleep it until we can get the <laughs> get the money for that. I'm uh yeah I'm just plugging stuff. No Bobby Love that's... song. Go go check it out. That's that's John's recommendation. An ultimate painting, but they're they've broken up years ago. An ultimate painting. Yeah. Those are the and maybe Sopranos seasons one and two. Maybe if you have time. Yeah, check it out if you've never heard of it before. Check it out. I gotta, I gotta get going on that, but I'm, I'm, I'm watching The Wire, as previously mentioned, and I gotta finish that up before I start on The Sopranos. And, and I'm gonna 
dive real deep into it. Yeah, I, I see a lot of stuff on Instagram regarding the Sopranos. So yeah, yeah, everyone there's like so many memes, so many screenshots. It's just everywhere for some reason. I we met Stevie Van Zant in an airport once um, in in New York. Uh, he was wearing head to toe plaid like as he always wears his like head bandana and and then his shirt and his pants were all the same plaid and uh my bandmate Jarvis was like John pick like he was standing in line ahead of us getting like a bagel or something and Jarvis was like John like he handed me his phone and was like take a picture of me with him but I didn't realize that it was Stevie Van Zant somehow I was, I was just like oh you just want me to take your picture with this weird guy like no that's mean <laughs> and then he was like it's cv van zandt and i was like oh okay and uh yeah i didn't i, I took a picture of them but it, i was too embarrassed to ask to have my picture taken i'm weird with that stuff i don't know shouldn't yeah. matter though doesn't it could, matter it could be a difficult situation or if you see yeah. somebody famous you don't want to bother them yeah but, yeah yeah i never want to bother someone but at the same time like do they really care they probably care sometimes it depends on who it is i guess all patty smith wants and i think she doesn't care i think she likes when people go up to her you think so yeah because she says like in her books that are like or in interviews and stuff like she used to be the person going up to artists that she admired and talking mm. to them when she was younger so I don't think she really cares when when people go up to her. I think she appreciates it. Yeah, but she was going uh, to like burrows and stuff, you know? Like she was going yeah. to like crazy amounts of people. True. Yeah. Yeah. Different situation. Um, but I, yeah, I didn't I didn't say hi to her. Um she was at my my friend was like performing doing this like performance art at the, this museum and we were all sitting around cross-legged on the floor watching him and someone just came up and sat right next to me and I looked over and it was Patty Smith and I was like whoa crazy very cool um and then she did like a s surprise like like poetry reading for everyone it was really cool and my friend my friend did go up to her and and say something but I I don't know I couldn't do it and your friend was like why uh, why did you come up here and do this I'm performing now it's very rude of you <laughs> yeah yeah thanks for stealing stealing my yeah. Who do you who but, do you know uh, here? Are you scheduled to play? Are you on the bill? <laughs> like that's that's <laughs> what she's asking. Uh, Patty yeah. Smith. Um, I saw Patty Smith once. Um, not perform. Yeah, just perform. Nice. Not just perform. She wear, but yeah, she performed. Was she wearing shoes? I couldn't tell. I was way, way, way far away. But uh, mm -hmm. I was like, "All right, there's there's Patty Smith." She wasn't wearing shoes when I saw her play. <laughs> barefoot on stage wells fargo center that's better inside but like was she riding the train or getting there without <laughs> shoes on though no, that's the issue nah, nah, nah. she had she had shoes she's just a freak so she took them off when she was performing i get oh, it okay okay um have you ever performed without any shoes on john ever barefoot i used to play i used to play drums with no shoes on but i had that's socks on it ins it was that's insane that's no, crazy socks no Socks, socks, just not like total barefoot. That would be kind of weird. There's just no yeah. why. That's crazy. 
that's a wild thing you just said. I hope people come up to you and ask you at that, <laughs> why the socks? Um, well, I used to wear big boots. I mean, I still do, but I would, I would wear big boots on tour. I don't feel like, like bringing an extra pair of shoes and then I would place these on the ground right next to me. And you know what it's perfect for? When you're drink like a beer bottle, put a beer bottle in there. Right. And, uh, yeah. I, I, I understand it serves a purpose once it's done, but however, I just couldn't imagine playing drums uh, with socks on or, or bare feet. Well, that's probably why I don't play drums and bands anymore. To, eat, to each that's, its own, though, John. I'm not judging yeah. you. I'm just saying that that's crazy. But um, all right. So playing drums without any shoes on. And, and I get it. Playing with boots on is difficult. I get that. Okay. Okay. In my defense, also, I play drums in hand habits. And mm -hmm. at that moment, like, hand habits was such a delicate, quiet band with a lot of um, subtlety. And I, I wanted to like, it sounds so weird, but I wanted to like feel the kick drum more when I was playing. I get that. I, and yeah. I, I totally understand that. And I get, and I understand where you're coming from with like just the tone of the band itself you need to be kind of more in tune with it. I totally understand that you want to be with it more. Yeah. Right. I'm with you. It's just the fact of putting my socks on another on the on the pedals is where i have the issue you know what your socks are cleaner than the bottom of your shoes 100 percent true and i'm not i'm not trying to change but, but that is this thing. is like a weird stigma that we have about not having shoes on like your shoes are fucking gross you're just walking around in the pissy streets there's just poop and pee everywhere in new york city mm -hmm. if your shoes are touching your kick pedal kind of gross you need to take your shoes off and your socks what you just clean them that this like they're a brand new pair of socks hopefully they're clean it's not a big deal so this this stigma needs to end okay but what about this then all right so i use my socks right let's say that i am playing the drums with my socks on then i'm climbing sometimes i climb into bed with socks sometimes i i, I like lay down <laughs> And I have my socks on straight to straight to jail. Illegal. That's Can't it. sleep with socks on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm sleeping. With, sometimes I do sleep with socks on. Sometimes I forget to take them off. That's on me. I get, I, I get a little bit, you know, I put on my nightcap and get my candle lit and put on my night shirt. Sometimes I forget to take my socks off, man. You've been there before, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's a really I, bad I feeling when you, when you wake up and your socks are on, you're like, oh shit. The socks have yeah. been on the whole night. Not to it's terrible. Go take a shower and then put new socks back on and that doesn't that doesn't feel too too good yeah. yeah so i don't know i don't know what to tell you i don't know how to fix your problems i know um yeah hey please uh, leave a comment below on um <laughs> what should we do about this situation i'm convinced that this isn't really a podcast and that you are just seeking therapy right and that this is your way of getting free therapy from it is from from musicians who barely had their lives together to begin with. I, I I look at you guys, I go, these guys got it figured out. Let me ask them. <laughs> that's that's why I project my feelings. Like, what would what would you do? Hypothetically, if you were me, what would you do about the sock situation? You know? Yeah. I, I yeah. like to pose crazy what ifs like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pulling your leg. There's no, nothing uh, wrong with 
I, I miss going to therapy. I, I did it for a little bit last year and it was great. So that's good. Got too expensive. Got too expensive. So I had to stop. So that's not so good, but up up to that point. Do do whatever you gotta do to make yourself happy. Yeah. That's that's sure. my motto. Yeah. Controversial opinion, but I have to have a little sprinkle of optimism in here. Right. Yeah. You know, so that's it. Yeah. That's that's a good way to look at it. Um, I'm glad I'm glad that we're into this territory. We we started out real fun talking about New York and everything at Patty's, and now we're on the darker side, the B side. Yeah. No. Um, John. Now listen, we do have to talk about music here, and I'm sorry to oh, to cut it. Um, but what I you're starting to break up. I can't yeah, hear you. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me just let me just fix the connection. Um, no. Like you mentioned before, <laughs> you recorded a new album. Was it in yeah. this apartment or was it in the previous two apartments? Many apartments ago. Mm-hmm. I was actually, I was still living in New Hampshire when I first started working on this record. Um, it was like the last month of living in New Hampshire. I booked some time with my friend Rick Spataro. Um, he plays in this band, Florist. And he's a really talented engineer and has a nice little setup just in his apartment. It was in Albany, New York. So I booked two days in Albany with him and tracked a bunch. Um, And then I think I booked maybe like, I don't know, like two or three more sessions with him after I did live in the city um, to, to finish tracking. So it was yeah some of it was recorded in albany some of it was recorded like um he had an apartment up near like central park for a little bit and um did a lot of vocals there i recorded some of it with kevin Bascow. i don't know if you know his music at all yes yeah um uh, I record- rubber gun rubber, rubber band gun, gun. yeah band yeah gun. i record recorded the the single that's out now i recorded that with, with kevin Bascow. Um, at his home studio in uh, Philadelphia. It's called Historical, Historic New Jersey. Um, so yeah, kind of around New York and, and a couple of days in Philly. And we did all the strings at the Mexican Summer Studio in Greenpoint, New York. My friend Simon um, Haynes, he has a band called Tradici Bachi. And uh, he did a lot of the string he did like 90 percent of the string arrangements and got together all the musicians for that um, i did some of the string arrangements on, on my own i like listened to the songs and would hum what i was thinking and then he transposed what i hummed <laughs> and those voice memos that i sent him are just psychotic <laughs> I'll, maybe the box set someday will have those yeah, in the uh, actually, if you pre-order the album now, you will be um, there's a little <laughs> download card that will have all the all the original yeah. voice memos. Yeah, people want to hear that. Yeah, um, that's what. But that, yeah, it was that's my, what people was... come here for. It's the it's, it's to get the nitty gritty and uh, make sure to use the promo code uh, Vineyard to 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 get those for free. <laughs> um, it it is the first album that I uh, recorded, like all pretty much all live with a band in a room like everything at the same time because <laughs> like everything record everywhere all at re- once right everything everywhere all at once yes 
except for the strings and like a few overdubs. But uh, like records that I've made in the past, I play like 90% of the instruments and I would just build it up like from drums and then, uh, you hear this? No, was it was it the <laughs> train? What is it? Let me know, John. I gotta I gotta know. I haven't been there in a few months. There's all sorts of shit going on. It's crazy. But uh yeah, this is the first record that I did live with a full band, and now I'm like, why haven't I always done it like this? It's a very rewarding feeling playing music with your friends. Don't know if anyone's ever said that before, but uh <laughs> That's that's a that's a concept I'm not familiar with, but I am now. It's like Plato's allegory of the cave. New perspective yeah. on it. John, I got I gotta ask you this. Since since yeah. living taking a step back, since living in New York, what has been like the craziest shit that you've seen on the street that you just kept on wonking? Like you just ignored. Cause there's a lot of like, whoa. To to me at least. It's like, whoa, that's kinda uh... out there. Like, well, can I just tell you a funny story? Please, please, John, please. Um, that maybe doesn't necessarily um, describe that, but I want to hear I it. Mean, the, peop- the, the people I'm I'm really afraid of are uh, the ones that are spending twenty five dollars on a sandwich. You know what I mean? Like, I, I went to see uh, Star Wars on Christmas Day at. at film forum and uh sure as as you do yeah that's a christmas movie for some reason it is but um there's just this little kid and his and his dad and his dad was just like so oblivious and unaware and the kid was just a monster just like i knew instantly i was like this kid's gonna be a problem in the theater like i this is gonna be tough because it wasn't this was pre getting into the theater by the way this is on like yeah when we were like we were like waiting in line to like get into the star wars yeah and i was like this kid's gonna be an issue and also keeping in mind like it's christmas it's star wars it's not going to be the typical jaded film forum crowd you know um and the kid was just the monster and the dad wasn't really doing anything about it just talking through the whole entire film and on his there phone was one point no no just like oh. talking okay. yeah i i think like you get three strikes talking in a movie i can't deal with it like maybe like a whisper here and there but come on maybe um, an excuse me that's fine if you yeah and this kid started ripping the velcro on his shoes he was like probably like six years old or so started ripping the velcro on his shoes like over and over again and i I was like building up in me and i was like i can't deal with this anymore and i shushed him i was like but my but but my shush lined up perfectly with him ripping the velcro (laughs) shoe so it was like i was like and then i i think his dad called on and finally was like please settle down but that's who I'm afraid of in New York. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah. That's insane that uh, that perfectly lined up. That there's a lot of things I that have to happen or in order for that I mean, to, to be in play yeah. at the same time. Wow. Yeah. But I, you know, out of all the movies that I go to, people are usually pretty uh, 
respectful and quiet. It's really popular. People in New York like take pictures of the screen in movies, like post it on Instagram, and that's annoying to me because like their flashes go off accidentally. Just like just watch the movie. Yeah, just be be present for the moment. Yeah, Um, but I mean that's a it's a big theme in my upcoming record. The album is me, John. Nice transition. That's that's fucking sleek, dude. I I I didn't mean to derail it, but I was like, that's (laughs) that's professionalism right there. Woo. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I'm always just thinking about myself and how I can bring a conversation back to you know what I want to me at all moments. So I I'm always looking for that. You're captain. You're steering the ship. Yeah. 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 Um. So. Yeah, I don't know. When I moved back to New I went to film school when I was probably like 21 and dropped out to play music and start touring with uh, my old band. And when I moved back here, I kind of gained an appreciation for film again because, I don't know, the past 10 years, I kind of like stopped going to movies. I really haven't watched too many films. Like I kind of... I I, I don't know I, after I dropped out of school I was like I, I can't deal with like I, I would see a movie here and there but when I moved back to New York my friend Michael Stasiak would bring me to film forum all the time um I just kind of like fell in love with the idea of becoming a filmmaker again even though I've taken zero steps towards that <laughs> but I'm like you know it's part of the reason why I do animations too um, because I still want to have one foot in that world but I don't necessarily have a crew to work with I don't necessarily um, have the budget or the time to make a film with other people Um, but when I work on animations it's something that I can do on my own in my spare time Um, and you know I can I can still try to uh you know i well my my goal is uh in the next five or so years to make a uh like a 20 minute short film um write it animate it and then score it um and then release the soundtrack to it kind of like yellow submarine or like harry nelson the point style um that's like my five-year plan that's awesome. But I've been saying I've been saying that for like two years, so I don't know. Okay, you still got time. You still got some years, <laughs> dude. No worries. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I, I definitely want to do that. I'm really a terrible writer, though. So part of me thinks that I should just like adapt a story that already exists or something, um, mm. like t- Toy Story or something. Yeah, some some like a, like a like a classic film. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Wally. Yeah. 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 pieces of cinema yeah no, i feel I, like I, I think i think i made that joke last podcast i think where did i, I, I doesn't I, matter you know what i i used to i used to go back and and listen and like oh i can't ask that question i can't ask that question but it doesn't, I think, it doesn't matter i think as as years go on i go okay like you know I, let me let me ask about this let me ask about that yeah. and i yeah I, I try to keep it fresh but I love I love to bring on good guests, you know. <laughs> I had Robert Earl Thomas on here. 
Yeah, um, he's my good friend. He lives right down the street. I, I, I really hope that you guys are good friends because you guys are in a band together. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I felt like you guys would be close. <laughs> We're pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, I love Robert. Yeah. Uh, he's playing... Uh, I'm, I, I play keys in his band sometimes, um, like his solo project. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been playing keys in Widow's Peak for like a year and a half. Um, and yeah, they're the best. Yeah. Good. Widow's Peak is like a classic, classic New York band, in, in my opinion. They've been putting out great records for like 12 years now, which is insane. Yeah. That's that's it. That's a good chunk of time. Yeah, go go check him out and go check out that Robert Earl Thomas interview as well. Going back to the point of the the film and animation mm-hmm. and music, that all combines for you within the the atmosphere of a music video, though, does it not? Yeah, it all does. the world's kind of colliding. Yeah, I love that aspect of the like record cycle like trying to package together this whole um concept or you know uh theme and yeah i was kind of stressing on making this music video for for um the the last single um but you know i i kind of like tried my best to tie together all these loose ideas and concepts and uh yeah it's mostly animated and uh i'm working on another music video pretty soon um with this filmmaker uh for yeah for the second video um i i love it when it all works out (laughs) and you, you love when a plan like, comes together I, yeah. yes i do i, but I, I knew what you wanted to say <laughs> <laughs> i love when it all works out but it's really difficult to like there's always some type of obstacle or something that doesn't go as planned and that's um you know in in, in filmmaking like that seems to always happen <laughs> Um, I, I feel like the only music video that I've made that was like exactly how I was envisioning it beforehand was um, this music video for a song called Drivers that I did years ago when we were like playing like hockey and uh, that pretty much came together exactly how I was imagining it. Um, often when you get an idea, um, the idea of, like evolves through the progress and like through um the, the process of making it and sometimes you end up with something a little different um than you originally had planned right which is also which is also cool yeah but uh yeah we'll see I, this the next music video i'm getting a little stressed out about i get really stressed about about uh making videos and just hoping that they turn out okay and uh you know, it's this, part of, the, the stress part, of a big city. Part of making art, I guess. I went to a figure drawing class. Yes, it wasn't a class. It was just figure drawing last night. And it was so much fun. I've never done it before. Um, you know, there's like a nude model and you're drawing them. And 
uh hands are like really difficult for me to draw so <laughs> definitely but i feel pretty confident and i don't like I, i've never really tried to draw things um in the proper portion like I've, ne I've never really studied the like anatomy of a body before like my cartoon characters are just like ridiculous and i don't know it's cartoon it's, it's not supposed to be proportionate to exact exactly um so it was it's a you know fun skill to have and or to like work on fun skill to work on but i i was feeling pretty good about uh some of some of my my drawings until i get to the hands and the hands are just like so strange looking i don't know um but it was really fun it was it was a great deal my my girlfriend suggested it it was 20 dollars to go Ooh. and then you can drink for free they have free okay. beer there cool so you know you spend 20 dollars going out to a bar in general sure uh so you you, you, got, I, you got your 20 dollars worth yeah. How many beers you drink? Nine? Although you, you don't you don't you don't want to drink too many because then you know I I don't you don't want to take advantage of it. Like there weren't any like any bros there just for the beer, you know. I call that getting abstract to drink nine yeah. beers. <laughs> yeah, no no one was getting too abstract. But it was really fun. It must be really tough to be one of those models and like hold a position for like 10 minutes. Yeah, that would really kind of suck to have like to not move, you know, for whatever yeah, the duration probably, of time yeah, is. Probably hurts. Well, the model last night was moving at times. Like he was holding a pose and then he'd just like have to stretch. And it, I would get really angry because I'm like, I'm working on the shading on your like. <laughs> but then I would remember like, okay. <laughs> I need to cut this guy some slack. Like, it's really difficult to do, but I don't sure. think that's common. I think I think that's what they're paid to do is to not move. Right. But. So, so you you yelled at him after nine beers. Can you? Can you? I paid twenty dollars <laughs> to be in here. Hey. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was pretty fun. I'll probably go back next week too. It's once a week on on Wednesdays they do it. Once a drink, uh -huh. uh, once a week to drink nine beers. Yeah. And then and maybe you draw, maybe you don't. Some weeks, some weeks you do, some yeah. weeks you don't. Yeah. Are right, you, you're from the West Coast? Yeah. Orange County. Born and, ra born and raised. Born and raised. You have an East Coast vibe, just saying. Oh, all right. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Sounds good. No, I was just, I was just over there in um October. And it was nice. Yeah. I hadn't been in there in a few years to New York, like I was saying previously. And that was that was very nice to be back there and checking out stuff and eating pizza and go to any shows or anything. I did go to a show. I saw that band Mapache. Um, oh shit! Really? A West yeah. Coast band, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen them in the yeah. East. The, the most, the most West Coast band. Maybe the most. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, they're right they're at, awesome. Yeah. yeah, it was really really good. That, where was that at? Oh, I want to say. Brooklyn Made or Brooklyn Steel, maybe, but um, um, Brooklyn Steel is gigantic. Like, okay, so not Brooklyn Steel. It was probably Brooklyn Made. Brooklyn Made. We'll go. We'll go. With Brooklyn yeah. Made. As yeah. you can tell, I'm not a native. But New Yorker. No. Yeah. Or, or uh, Bro New Brooklyn Jersey. Made. 
Brooklyn Maid has a hot tub in the green room. Mm, yeah, it was in that place, but I've seen a picture of the hot tub. It no, no, it was crazy. it was that place. Oh, it, it was, was that place. Yeah, Brooklyn oh, okay. Steel doesn't. Brooklyn Steel doesn't have a hot tub. Brooklyn Maid has a hot tub. Okay. Or no, it's not a hot tub. Maybe it's a pool. I won't go in there. You you wouldn't go in there. A pool that? How often do they clean it? You got like some sweaty musicians going in every night. But it's hot, so you got to take that into consideration. The temperature is bit, you know, killing off some bacteria there. I don't know how that works. I don't know. I would. I would would definitely give it a go. I want to put. I want to put my head under. I'll say that. Okay. All right. Yeah. Although you should. I'll dip my toes in it. Um. have you have you been in inside uh have you been fully submerged within the pool within new york city before yeah yeah there's one in uh in like greenpoint that i went with jarvis like probably 10 years ago i mean not since i've lived here i've been to the beach you can get to the beach pretty easy here right um but yeah i really want to go to some of those turkish baths i keep hearing about Oh, the Russian Turkish bash out bathhouse. I, yeah. I went there. Yeah. yeah. I want to go there. Yeah, the Russian Turkish bathhouse. Nice. Yeah. Sounds there's, nice. There's pictures of people up there. Like Jim Belushi went goes there and stuff. Really? Yeah. <laughs> they took a picture of him there. Yeah, him and Dan Aykroyd and somebody else. I forgot the name of the guy. Nice, nice. I'm trying to think of who else I've seen around. I've seen Peter Dinklage twice. That's rad. Um yeah, he was walking his dog one time, and then another time he was just walking someone else. And I've seen um, uh, who? Wait, who else have I seen? I I've seen uh, Rick Moranis a long time ago though. Um, whatever, this is boring. That's no, I know, I know, I love these these kind of stories. Rick Moranis is somebody that you don't. Right. This is before before he was punched in the face the other year. Too. Right. So and you that remember was, when that happened? That was that, so awful. That was in New York, too, right? Yeah. I saw Trevor Noah, the guy from The Daily Show, recently. Oh, recently. Uh, did you did you say, why'd you leave? I got, I got, I got cable. I got cable TV. Heard, I'm, I'm on it. <laughs> heard it here first on the Vineyard Podcast. Breaking news. Breaking. <laughs> yeah. Saw him. Uh, who else have I? I feel like I've seen some other pretty crazy ones recently. Speaking of uh-huh. Tre- Trevor Noah, though, he has a huge house in LA. Um, like a pretty big house. So it's kind of interesting that it's in New York. He lives in New York, but he also lives in LA. Kind of, kind of crazy. Unacceptable. Yeah. He's he's by coastal. What are you gonna do? Crazy. Yeah. But, I, uh, I I miss Stuart. Let's just say that. Yeah, I mean, he was good. He was pretty good, Jersey boy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, uh, you love him. Clerks you probably yeah. love that one too. I actually I don't like Clerks. Clerks okay. is, is like not a good movie. I don't, I don't get it. It's for like twelve year old boys. This probably when it's I watched like, it the first time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I tried watch, rewatching it like a couple of years ago, and we were just like, "This is awful." is a bad movie um so not into clerks uh, I did go to vi- please please go ahead john please no, no, i was john. gonna say something i was gonna say something embarrassing um let's hear it so i was like kind of happy that you 
cut me off for a second. But uh, <laughs> I drove to New Jersey to visit my family like last week and we were listening to the Garden State soundtrack on the drive. <laughs> uh, classic New Jersey film, Zach Braff. Yeah, classic. <laughs> what is he doing uh, now? I haven't seen him in, in anything as of late. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, when I went, I went to a Rangers game recently and they had like all this, they like put all the celebs that are in the audience on the Jumbotron. There's so many. Ryan Reynolds was there. Um, the, the lady, I forget her name, the lady from 30 Rock that's really funny with the blonde Tina. hair. She's so funny in 30 Rock. She was there. Um, the guy who played Kumar from Harold and Kumar was there. Calpen. He's like the... He's like, yeah, he's the only one that uh, I feel like hasn't really been in anything in a while. Well, he, so he went to go teach kind of... at Harvard or something like that. Something fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Oh, and like the guy from, I don't know any of these actors' names, but the guy from Stranger Things, who's like the police officer in Stranger Things. I don't know uh, his he, name. He was there too. Um, and then I, like I went a, to New Jersey. Is he like an older guy with like a grumpy face, kind of? He's got like a beard. He's got like a big Lebowski kind of vibe. He's, he's cool um i love that guy but yeah all these obviously all these celebs at the rangers game and then when we went to the new the jersey devils game in newark how many celebs do you think were at that game kevin smith no <laughs> no, Brad. no oh frank sinatra answer. frank sinatra's from new jersey like, yeah he's he's dead yeah but i mean he was though yeah. he was from it <laughs> he was born yeah, in new lot. jersey there's a lot of people from new jersey mm-hmm a lot. There's a I'm, Bruce Springsteen. I'm hard, hard, having a hard time thinking of anyone. For, yeah, Bruce Springsteen. It's a little obvious. I mean, come on. He's the boss. Patty, Everyone knows him. Patty, Patty Smith is from New Jersey. Really? Oh, yeah. All right. Um, I mean, that's why she has a, a because of the night. Like, Bruce wanted to, like, collab with her because they're both jersey natives yeah bruce Springsteen's most synonymous with with um with new jersey for sure i think yeah he's he's really trying to ride that he's been going for a while saying like he's just a blue collar working new jersey man i never really liked bruce Mm -hmm. yeah i uh just thought it sounded like christmas music to me like a lot like glockenspiels and stuff George. Sounds like feels Christ- cool though. Sounds like Christmas music. I don't know. Like, whatever. I respect him, but I never did, really listened to him. Did you frequent the Steel Pony? I think is what it's called. That venue. Stone the Stone Pony. Stone Pony. Yeah, I played it once. Cutworms played the Stone Pony. We were opening for the Lemon Twigs, and it was really fun. Um, that was like a venue that my whole life like. My dad's friends were always like, you got to play the pony. And then I finally did. And none of them were there. Everyone who's from Jersey is like, I'm from Jersey. It's annoying, honestly. I'm being that person right now. (laughs) But is there anywhere that they don't rep the city hard that they're from? Like Delaware, like Wilmington, Delaware. People rep Wilmington. Burlington, Vermont. (laughs) 
No, Wilmington, Delaware. No, I'm, I'm just using that as an example as well. Tom, <laughs> Tom, Ver, do you think Tom Verlaine was like, I'm from Wilmington? Like, yeah. he's, a, he's a New Yorker in everyone's eyes, but he's from Wilmington. Oh. Most people who live in New York are not from New York. They're all transplants, just like LA. It's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it 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 attracts people to it, but then they're New Yorkers, and it's like they have enough. That's what I'm saying. The Statue of Liberty, Staten Island, uh, the Jets, all that shit. Sorry. I I think it's just because the Statue of Liberty is facing New York. I think mm-hmm. if we got a group of people together and we somehow just turn the Statue of Liberty back facing New Jersey. Oh, would order it. would be order would be restored in my sure. opinion. Yeah. That'd be that's then then you're even. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I'll sign your petition. New York's like just it. looking at the ass of liberty. <laughs> It'd be po- poetic in a way. Do you believe that when people say, um, "Oh, I, let's have friends here," somebody would say, "Oh, I'm from New York, but they were born." in jersey do you do you view them as truly being from new york or being from new jersey since they were born there um i don't know i mean it depends on how long you've lived somewhere really yeah. i mean i used to say i was from new hampshire when i met people it's just easy it's like i'm not going to be like hey i'm john oh i'm i'm from new hampshire but I'm really from New Jersey, you know, it's like, I think you have to like live in a place for a second, pay your dues. And then you can say, yeah, I'm from, I'm from New York. I don't think I would ever say I'm from New York though. I haven't been living here long enough. What's, what's, just, a, what's the time duration that it has to, what's the, when, when is it finally let up years. for you? Years. Okay. Well, you could, you could say, um, I live in New York. You know, why you you just tell people where you're from? I don't know. Well, I mean, if they ask, like, "Oh, where are you from?" and then you go, "Hey, I'm from New Hampshire," or nah, you you gotta tell them you gotta tell them where you're really from. Mm -hmm. You say, "I'm I'm from New Jersey, but I live in New York." Yeah, you gotta pay your dues. I think. Okay. All right, I'm with it. All right. Yeah, you gotta cry on the subway. You have to all, all that stuff. Yeah. Going back to the to the album here, John love for the underdog yes now do you view yourself as an underdog um it's i mean that's i don't know we're any musician who's trying to like anyone any artist who's trying to play music and in this world is in a way an an underdog (laughs) but it's just you know, I, I'm thankful and appreciative of the things that I, I do have. I'm not like crying that I, uh, you know, am not selling out whatever, like large venues, but I am still very much on like a DIY level. Like I play house shows and uh, like in people's backyards and like once in a while I'll play a cool venue, but I, very much operate on like a DIY sense still. Um, and in doing so, you meet so many people who like maybe 
you know, you want to have met otherwise that you're not seeing, you know, online publications writing about um, that are still making really interesting art and, uh, you know, it's it's part of the, the theme of my record, I guess. I don't know. Very nice. Where but I like like I said, I, I'm very appreciative and lucky lucky that I've been able to do everything that I have done, but you know, I'm not ignorant to that. Gotcha. Where was the most um non um conventional place that you've played a show? Um, you go, this is far from a venue, I've, but it works. I played on a couple of farms this, this past summer. I did a tour of Maine where, uh, my friend Jess is a freelance farmer up there and, uh, helped me book a bunch of shows in this, you know, within distance of, of this farm, this blueberry farm. So we were, we were working on the blueberry farm during the day and like camping there at night and after like three or 4 p.m when we were done working we'd like drive to like this other farm stand uh like 45 minutes away that he knew a bunch of people and like play a show there um so yeah i play, played on a couple farms this past uh this past summer that was really fun um played in Doing that, the farm uh, circuit Doing that farm yeah, circuit, hitting, yeah. hitting up that farm circuit, yeah, yeah. And I uh, played in a laundromat a couple months ago in Ohio. It was so fun. It's just a straight up dinky little laundromat, and uh, they have like a corner where they have a PA and bands like punk bands play there. I'm no punk band, but uh, still played there. Yeah, from the and farm the, yeah, circuit. Yeah, they, they don't <laughs> no punk bands playing the farms. Uh, but that was really fun. But it also was really funny. Like I was like talking on the phone with my my dad before the show, and he's like, "Where are you playing tonight?" And I was like, "Oh, this laundromat." And he's like, "That's what you're doing." <laughs> it was like, "How long are you been playing music for?" And you're playing at a laundromat. <laughs> I'm like, "Well, you know, it's like a DIY venue." You go, hey, I gotta play this to play the pony. What do you What do you want? There's steps and yeah, you gotta... yeah. You didn't You didn't come to my pony performance. You know, I don't know. I'll, I'll go with the laundromat for now. That was That was pretty different. That's very different. What What yeah. is a space that is non conventional that should be deemed as a a fine place to play music? The laundromat or the farm or the third option? Um. I just think out outdoor backyard shows are so fun and a way better vibe overall than playing at any rock club. So just like I don't know, more DIY house shows in general. I think. Yeah. It's uh, you know, it's at least fun to me. It's yeah. Even though now now I am also like this guy in his 30s that's like playing house shows <laughs> i don't know sometimes i'm like huh, is this weird but no i i think it's it's fun it's definitely more intimate and uh i think people leave 
feeling like they got to like experience something more unique than yeah just going to a rock club i also really like playing um in like gallery spaces too like art galleries um i feel like that usually lends to like a fun experience um i don't really like playing in like eh, it depends like on the the tour in maine this past this past summer uh we played in a bar and it was just you know it, it was it was a different energy compared to when we were playing on farms and people are attentive and listening we were just like in the corner playing and people weren't really there to see music um but i just kind of took that and ran with it i was like i'm not going to play my own songs because no one uh is here to see that no one even knows it so i'm just gonna like fully embrace being a bar band right now and i just like wrote down the chords to some songs that i had in mind in, in my book and my drummer and i just did like a two-piece like cover set and it was fun <laughs> what, what, you know uh, free free bird uh, oh okay yeah. that's that kind, a good one yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's a good one to cover yeah. What's um, what? What do you think is the most um, popular cover song that like bar bands do cover like now? Bar bands, I don't know. In, indie bands need to like chill out with covering "Harvest Moon" by Neil Young. That, I think we need to put that one to bed. Um, but uh, bar bands, I don't know. I rang in the new year this year at this place, got Sheer Hall in uh, Ridgewood, and they have like a house, um, like like a metal cover band. Just like the dude that works at the bar, his band will play. They're all in their 50s and 60s. And uh, rang in the new year to Ace of Spades. That was pretty sick. I uh, came across this this really sick hole in the wall bar in West Virginia called Troubadour Restaurant or Troubadour Bar and Cafe or something. And uh, it was like, no joke, like super legit backwoods, like country bar. Um, and it, it was amazing. They had all old photographs of like all the different country musicians that had played there in the past like 50 or 60 years. And, uh, I was just there by myself and it was like a pool tournament was going on and I was there and everyone was like showing up with their pool sticks um and I ordered chicken nuggets and it was like unedible like it was so bad as you would expect at a place like this I couldn't even like finish it um but I, I wanted to like they were real hesitant they're like what is this kid with jersey plates that like looks like way different doing it doing at this this place so I wanted to like prove that I was like cool and I could hang but I was like texting with one of my friends who's like into like you know deep into country music I was like what should I put on the jukebox um and I put on you know uh <laughs> uh like mama tried and there's a song called she's acting single on drinking double by uh gary stewart i think is that his name? um i know the song you're referring to i yeah. don't remember that's, that's um, a good song though yeah 
put put that one on and there the bartender was like all right i like what you're doing <laughs> so i i was like hell yeah i proved myself on this yeah. this crazy bar when Pretty otherwise they were like, yeah they were like who the hell is this kid what is up with i was like writing in my journal at the bar yeah. <laughs> that's amazing john i mean you th- this is this is what i gather from you you're just you're just chameleon socially you go whatever yeah, i it, need to be it had a big like kick his ass sea bass kind of vibe mm, like, like the, dumb, dumb and dumber yeah right or like blues brothers yeah, yeah. You know, the blues brothers bar I forgot what that one was um, called but yeah that place was pretty sick i guess the um the guy that originally owned it has since passed away but he had like a radio show um and suppose supposedly was like the first person to put patsy klein on the radio she used to like go to the radio station all the time and ask to perform and he was like and then he finally let her play and but you know who knows if that's true i've been really getting into willie nelson lately so that's really i've good. heard of i've heard of him yeah kind of yeah. lesser lesser known guy no the um i've said it on here before i'll say it again the the best performance i've ever seen of, of any musician has been willie nelson hands when down. did you stand uh that. like three years ago or four years ago now damn yeah he's old he's like really really old he's he, he's quite an old man yeah and it's incredible yeah really really well, good i'm glad he's still able to to rock out yeah I, i'm 32 and i'm so I'm if, shot, if shotguns willie is doing it at like 88 or 89 something like that he's old yeah you gotta you gotta be able to do it john yeah high endurance do yeah. you listen to impossible way of life podcast no but i'm glad you're plugging it on here <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say that's my that's like my go-to it's a it's a great music podcast it's really funny you should listen okay. to it yeah i will yeah. sure getting back to this part <laughs> no, 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 impossible <laughs> way of life i i will check that out um do you listen to, to nine club that one nine club Lo- i love nine. oh i stopped listening to nine club i was really into nine club for a little bit and then they just started to annoy like the hosts just annoyed me so much so i started listening to the bunt and the bunt i was just a- gonna mention that one yeah those dudes are so funny my good buddy andrew put me onto the bunt he's like dude you gotta listen to this they're so um, funny and then they also do the thing at the end like the rapid fire and they're like worst company worst style and it's just it's like funny because that's how skateboarders actually are. Nine Club is super posy and like super positive, which is great. That needs to also exist too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, res- I respect that about Nine Club too. Well, Chris Roberts, sorry you had to hear that. Um, trying to... I love I I love Chris Roberts. It's just some of the other guests. It was, it was already love... said. It was already said, John. No, name it. <laughs> Rapid fire. Go right now. <laughs> oh, dude. Ke- Kelly. Is, I can't listen to the podcast. Yeah. Orange Orange County native. He's never gonna hear this. Oh shit! Do you know him? No, I don't know him, but I just uh, I know that he's from okay. uh, he's like Laguna area. Nice. Yeah. Nice. But I'm I'm out here in the east, so you know we don't like really cross paths too often. Also, I think he lives in L.A. So or whatever. I I almost moved to L.A. this 
year. I I almost did it after I, I was subletting in New York. I was like kind of over it for a second, and then I was like, I'm just gonna move to LA in the spring, and then my plans changed. So maybe someday I'll end up out there, but. I'm here. Oh, wh- where 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 will future. you? Yeah, will you just stay in? I mean, after this little excursion to the west, will you go back to the east and just live out, live out the rest of your days there? Probably, probably. But are you are you going to come to my show in LA? Oh, when when is it, John? May fifth. May fifth. Yeah, yeah. I yeah at the where at the Permanent Records Roadhouse. At Permanent Records Roadhouse, great great venue. Um, Never yes. been. Yes, I will be there. It's a great venue, and I will be there. And um, that'll be after the release of this new album, right, John? Yeah, like a week later. Yeah. Um, and the new album is called "Love for the Underdog," right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's out April twenty eighth via Woodsist, correct? You, you got it. Yeah. Whoa, man. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, people can go pre order that album now. And that'll be out again. That's April twenty eighth via Woodsist. Yeah. Um, New York, the- New York, Kingston, Portland, Maine, L.A., San Francisco, Bolinas. Be there. And in one journal entry through the the um, the Shakeacre Bar in in Virginia. Um, <laughs> at the Troubadour. Um, yeah. And the people can go check out the. Uh, the single that's out now which is uh checks in the mail with the accompanied music video which is very very good I checks highly recommend in the mail. bingo <laughs> again that's love for the underdog out april 28th via woodsist um in you're, you're going on tour soon <laughs> maybe uh, you're playing yeah. some shows let's just say playing that you're a couple play- shows hopefully i'll do shows. more like touring but i'm just playing a couple shows for now I don't have a booking agent because no one will be my booking agent. Let's find John a booking agent. Booking yeah. agents, go, 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 go see John about it. And um, but before <laughs> April twenty eighth, if if you need to get re reacquainted with John's music, you can do that by streaming his music anywhere that you get your music. That's where you can find it. And there's some really cool uh, official music videos on YouTube uh, that They're John official. has made. They're official, official mm-hmm. video. I don't know if they're in brackets, but I'm I'm co-signing that right now. And uh, be sure to go check that out and go follow John on Instagram. Is it John Andrews in the Ons? It's John J. Andrews. John J. Andrews in the Ons. No, um, just, just John J. Andrews. John, John J. Andrews. Yeah. John J. Andrews on Instagram. Keep up to date with everything. News, tours, shows, all that good stuff. And tech decks. Is it, is it the, that's the same one that you got? But it's it's not a baker. It's okay. It's, all right. Thanks, Jim Greco. John, Thank you. You're awesome. Signing out. Are you gonna hang up? Yeah, I mean, I was I, I was gonna end it on that, but okay. It would all be right, cool. So the, epi- the episode's over now. That's it. We're done. Until right. <laughs> until the third one, John. You're awesome. I'm cool. gonna talk to you in a minute. Thank you, man. <laughs>